This is the Coaching for Pastors podcast, episode 24. Hey, Pastor, welcome to Coaching for Pastors. My name is Jeff Cady, and I'm going to make this time worth your while. Today is Tuesday, so we talk about on Tuesday's leadership development. I want to read to you something that Ruth Haley Barton wrote more than 10 years ago in reference to the spiritual formation of pastors. She said this, she said, a scenario in which pastors and Christian leaders are preaching, teaching, and casting vision for a spirituality that they themselves are not experiencing in any kind of a substantive way. She says, after all, a gifted speaker can make anything sound good. Whether they know much about it or not, they they might preach an inspiring message about solitude, but they don't ever really get around to practicing it. They, they might encourage others to pray more and offer all sorts of techniques, but they themselves don't really pray. They might speak about Sabbath-keeping, but they themselves don't keep a Sabbath, and, and their church life is so busy that Sabbath-keeping is impossible for the staff and or the congregation. You know, Ruth Haley Barton was writing about pastors who preach something that they never actually practiced themselves. What if we stopped pretending? What if as pastors we admitted what we haven't experienced and we just spent more time in what we might call spiritual research and development? I mean, what would happen if we slowed down and waited on God? When was the last time you you decided, you know what, I'm, I'm going too fast here. I need to pull back on the throttle. I just need to take a period of time to wait and to pray, to wait on God. I mean, what would happen if we really slowed down, not, not only ourselves, but the church machine as well? We let people in our church rest and relax. See, we hurry so fast ahead, and even in our preaching and in our teaching, we get to the point where we as pastors and ministry leaders cannot possibly put into practice all the content that we're shoveling out. We know it in our head. We can vocalize it and verbalize it with our mouths, but we're not actually living it. Maybe we need to slow down just a little bit so that we have time to think and consider and live out those things that we are teaching. Imagine if we spent more time with God alone, and if we spent more time with God with our church people together with them in community, not getting on to the next thing, but just spending some time with God. What if we built relationships based on our mutual trust in the Jesus who said, hey, I will build my church. What if we meditated on that with our people for a while? What does it look like in our church for Jesus to build us, for Jesus to do the work? Pastor, what if we didn't have to pretend anymore, posture anymore, hurry anymore, push anymore? What if we could just truly rest in the work of God, through Sabbath, through reflection, through meditation? What if we ask God to provide the power and wisdom 
so that the work of the ministry could be accomplished through his people in his power and not ours. I remember some years ago as a youth pastor, just getting to the point where I, bigger and better, bigger and better, bigger and better, I couldn't come up with many more things bigger and better. And I was really, uh, I was toiling in the ministry in my own strength. And I remember sitting in my office one day and realizing, you know, to get bigger and better at next week's youth activity, I would have to go out in the soccer field and bring all the students out and blow up an elephant. I mean, that, that'd be a big thing that they hadn't seen before. But I felt like I was getting to that point. And I remember taking a legal pad and just sitting down and writing out prayers to God every day for a couple weeks. Just, God, today I want to rest in you. Today I want my ministry to be fueled and driven by the power of God and not my own power. And I kept saying, God, I am not going to do anything. I'm going to be here. I'm going to shepherd these kids, but you have to do it. I want you, God. I want your power in my life. I want your power in my ministry. And I remember that particular year, I had been there for about five years at that point, and we were about 50 kids. And that fall, I started praying that the first part of September. And by November, we had 100 kids in our youth group. I didn't do anything. I did nothing other than shepherd the kids, teach the kids, plan an activity. Actually, I was very much allowing the kids to do a lot of the planning of those weekly meetings and any special events that we had. I was not grinding it out anymore. And I remember the the Wednesday night when we had 100 kids in our youth group, and I looked and I said, God, you did this. You did this. I wish I could say that ever since then I've only and, and ever relied on the power of God for my ministry, but that would not be true. I have to keep going back and going back and going back to the well of the Spirit of God and just say, God, I need you to do this. Ruth Haley Barton wrote about pastors who preach stuff that they'd never experienced. What if we didn't have to do that anymore? What if we didn't have to pretend anymore? We could slow down and start experiencing the power of God. That's my encouragement for you today, Pastor. I hope you're doing well. I love what you're doing because I've been doing what you're doing for a long time. And I really do think that it's God's work in our world. He uses the church, the body of Christ, to minister to the world and to reach people. I will see you tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.